Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not so new, welcome back. Either way, I'm very glad that you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off by saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, Just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October when we play the best variety of Halloween music. This is kind of like the season finale for the Sounds of Christmas podcast. I guess technically it is the season finale. Our first and so far only season has been 74 episodes, counting this one, beginning in early 2021. I thought about just continuing on ignoring the whole season thing, but many podcasting sites will put it into some kind of season file anyway, and in another year, we'll be in episode 120 of season one. And that just seems silly. So I guess this is a little like housekeeping. First, I'm recording this on Memorial Day. It has been suggested to me more than once to do a special programming block on the Sounds of Christmas station to highlight singers and musicians who are no longer with us. And I had a couple email suggestions to do something similar in a podcast episode. While I have in the past had special weekends on the station to memorialize Christmas music artists who are no longer with us, I feel like that's not what Memorial Day is about. And I won't be doing that for this particular holiday or on any other special day or holiday, really. I just don't want to co-opt Memorial Day as some kind of promotional tool for me, my station, or my podcasts. And that's my personal feeling, and that's how I've chosen to run things here since the Sounds of Christmas Station went on the air in 2007. I'm not trying to suggest anyone else is doing something wrong, and I'm certainly not judging anyone, and this isn't directed at anybody else. We all have our own reason for doing things, and I think we're all doing the best we can. That said, upon occasion, I may do a special podcast episode about a particular artist on or around the anniversary of their death. In fact, our most downloaded episode so far was one from last August, where I talked about Elvis Presley and his Christmas music on or around the anniversary of his passing. I don't do a lot of those kinds of episodes, but once in a while, when I feel like celebrating a singer or musician whose Christmas music I really love, I decide to create those kinds of special episodes. You can probably count on one hand the number of times I've done that, but it does happen from time to time, just not on a holiday I feel is meant for something else. So what else is going on? Well, I finally finished going through all the new music that was sent to me for Christmas 2021. I get a lot of songs and albums that come to me in the mail and email every year, and there's plenty more that I go looking for. I don't know how much new stuff there was this time around, but for 2021, I wound up adding 506 songs to our library. That's 506 songs that I thought Sounds of Christmas listeners would enjoy. This coming season, our library will go over 15,000 songs. Is that a lot? Seems like a lot to me, but I don't know what others have in their libraries, so it's kind of hard to judge. The Sounds of Christmas station plays on average around 500 songs a day, including limited advertising in November and December. 
So if I wanted to, I could play nothing but songs that were released for Christmas 2021 for an entire day and not repeat a single one. In fact, I'd probably have a few left over that I just couldn't get around to. It doesn't always take me until Memorial Day to go through all the music from the past year, but it does always take me well into the new year. Most of the big artists release their new music in October or November, but not everybody does that or is even able to do that. Some send it to me as early as August, and some wait until the week before Christmas. And just so you know, I'm not really that egotistical. Many artists don't even know the sounds of Christmas exists, and I go hunting for them, or I get tipped off about them from one of my friends. And I'm just not able to get to all of it until well past December 25th. Something else that I wanted to talk about is White Christmas. It probably deserves its own episode, and maybe one of these days I'll get around to that. White Christmas was written by Irving Berlin and subsequently appeared in the musical Holiday Inn in 1942. It won the Oscar the following year for Best Original Song. The first public performance of the song was by Bing Crosby on his NBC radio show, The Craft Music Hall, on Christmas Day, 1941, just a few weeks after the attack on Pearl Harbor. There are lots of stories about that first recording, but most claim the original tape was either lost or something else was recorded over it. Allegedly, Bing Crosby's estate does have a copy of that original tape, but as far as I know, a legitimate version has never been released. Bing went in the studio in 1942 and recorded with the John Scott Trotter Orchestra and the Ken Darby Singers at Radio Recorders for Decca Records. And the reason I wanted to mention White Christmas on this particular episode was that it was 80 years ago. Well, as of the time I'm recording this, It was 80 years in a couple days. That version in 1942 went to number one on Billboard's charts for 11 weeks. Due to overuse of the master recording, Bing recorded that song again in 1947, this time adding flutes to the beginning. For many, Bing's version is their favorite. Others prefer the version by the Drifters, which saw a huge resurgence after it was used in Home Alone in 1990. There have been over 2,000 versions of White Christmas recorded since Bing's first one in 1942. Frank Sinatra, Joe Stafford, Perry Como, The Ravens, Ernest Tubb, Montavani, Andy Williams, Otis Redding, Bette Midler, Michael Buble, the cast of Glee, Gwen Stefani, and Megan Trainor have all had hits with it. But really, that's just a small selection of artists that have recorded White Christmas. We have 403 versions in the Sounds of Christmas library, and there will no doubt be more when new music starts coming in this fall. One of the other things I wanted to touch on in this episode is social media, and this is a little touchy. The Sounds of Christmas station and podcast can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Of the three, I post the most on Twitter, the second most on Facebook, and rarely on Instagram. Most of what I post is about the station, the podcast, Christmas music, or music in general. And I tend to post pictures of my dog, Rascal, on Instagram. Anyway, I don't post politics or really anything that doesn't have anything to do with Christmas or music or, I guess, my dog. And I do try to stick with that. That said, I do occasionally like posts from other people that have nothing to do with Christmas or music or my dog. I'm human, and I have interests and concerns outside the three things I've mentioned, and you probably do too. Someone sent me a nasty message on Twitter 
because I liked someone's post that had something to do with politics in Florida. I live in Florida and I know what that particular post was about and I support what they posted about. I did not engage or otherwise argue or debate the person that attacked me. I just blocked them. And as far as that original post goes that I liked, I didn't put that on my page. I just liked somebody else's post. I hope that things that I personally like won't cause you to not listen to either the station or this podcast, but I can't really control that. I can only promise you that I won't bring discussions and arguments about those things into this platform. The other thing I was attacked for recently was the promotion of a thriller book called Perfect. It's a novel and deals with lots of non-Christmas and non-music stuff. It's about a sinister secret organization that clones children to try and create a perfect human. It's also written by my wife, who has written over 40 paranormal romance novels, many of which are about vampires, werewolves, and immortal pirates. I promote those too. Again, the author is my wife, and I'm on her team, as she's on mine. That's how it works. So I try to make sure in just about every way I can that everybody knows about her books. She's also recorded a Christmas album, and I play tracks from that. Her version of Christmas Vacation even got some airplay on stations that weren't run by me back when it came out in 2009. Anyway, her name is Lisa Kessler, and if any of the stuff I mentioned about her sounds interesting to you, go check her out on Amazon. Oh, her new thriller is actually written under the name L.A. Kessler, since it's a different genre than the majority of what she's already published. So you can check out L.A. Kessler as well. But if you're wondering why all that stuff shows up on my Twitter page, well, that's why. Now you know. I've also started posting a lot of Christmas pictures on Facebook and Twitter of artists whose music we play. Just a few photos each day, something to help you feel a little Christmassy, perhaps, even though we're just moving through Memorial Day. By the way, if you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram under SOC Music. Just look for the record with our little Christmas tree in the middle. So, since this is the season finale, what's coming next? Well, on the podcast, I'm working on another episode of Future Classics. This time around, it's with a panel of artists that have released Christmas music in the last few years. I'm also lining up some artists to talk to about their Christmas music, and I think Michael Sinatra will be the first one of those. He has a deluxe version of last year's album on the way, and the last time we talked, he seemed to think it would have twice as many tracks on it as the one that came out in 2021. For the Sounds of Christmas Station, Halloween music is probably the next thing on the way, and that will start October 1st and run through Halloween night. I've added a lot of new songs to our Halloween music library, but I forgot to check and see just how many. I think it's somewhere around 50. Could be a little more. The new season of The Sounds of Christmas Station starts on November 1st. And the one thing I'm working on that I can tell you about is that I'm hoping to have a special weekend set for Thanksgiving weekend, where I'll just be featuring artists that have helped us along the way, whether it was in our first season back in 2007, or in the upcoming season, or somewhere in between. So I guess that's a wrap on the first season of the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Christmas music things really start percolating in June and accelerate through the end of the year. Then, of course, there's a slowdown and having it run up until the anniversary of the recording of White Christmas seems kind of fitting. 
The new season of the Sounds of Christmas podcast is coming soon with the first episode of our second season about a week or two away. Thanks so much for listening, helping me share some Christmas spirit and for helping this podcast continue to grow. Since you're listening now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And the website is soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station, to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through our website. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.